Hello, my conscious soul. This is Jay Wynn. Welcome to the Conscious Chess Podcast, where we bring inspiring individuals living purposeful lives in the hope of inspiring you to be your best authentic self. This is episode number 23 with Dr. Aisha Quinn. Aisha is an organizational psychologist, speaker, investor, and author of The Quantum Sensual Journey, Creating a Wildly Abandoned Life Utilizing Universal Principles book. She's been featured on CBS, NBN, and Fox News. You can reach Aisha via Instagram at Aisha Quinn Official. In this episode, we discuss the principles for success, tips on building wealth and investing. Here's my interview with Dr. Aisha. Thank you for being on the show, Aisha. So I will start with your personal journey, um, who you are, where you grew up, and what were your early years were like to start of the show. Okay. Well, um, I have a really interesting story in that um, I'm American, but I was uh, raised overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was born in California, but I was raised in Egypt and Kuwait, um, as well as as um, America. Wow. Uh, my parents are very prominent Ivy League professors, and they mm-hmm. were doing their research abroad. Um, so I had the privilege of being exposed to the world early and mm-hmm. seeing different cultures and um, being able to travel. And um, that really shaped my life um, and influenced me to really, from a young age, know that I was a global citizen and mm-hmm. um, that the world is, is so big and um, ha- always had a diverse group of friends um, right. from a young age. So um, from there, I went, of course, to undergrad, um, master's degree, Ph.D., um, and uh, became a doctor of organizational psychology. So Mm -hmm. I looked at um, the psychology of building businesses and understanding the culture of business, Mm -hmm. uh, understanding the people in business and how how businesses can optimally perform um, so that they can have the most productivity and success utilizing um, um, philosophy and psychology. Um, to understand that that dynamics because company culture really shapes also performance and things of those natures as well. So that's why they, yeah. So um, that's, that's kind of my backstory. I, um, I, you know, grew up in an American family uh, with all these international values. My parents Mm -hmm. uh, speak Swahili. They um, lived in, in uh, Tanzania um, wow. So my first brother and sister uh, grew up there. So very international, very diverse, diverse yeah. very educated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very educated family, very high standards about, you know, reaching success instilled in me mm-hmm. um, and just really a rich tapestry of um, of a social consciousness mm-hmm. in my family. So that sort of shapes so, who you are at the moment, yeah? For sure, for sure. So you are now an author of The Quantum Sensual Journey. Can you give us some insights into your book? Absolutely. So on my journey, I have been super blessed to come across and work with um, some pretty phenomenal people, um, celebrities, um, athletes, professional athletes, and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that um, 
I manifested them um, because mm. I view myself as a person worthy of um, of attracting those caliber of people. So mm-hmm. on my journey, I was able to, um, you know, meet in person billionaires and multimillionaires mm-hmm. and the work that I do, the circles that I um, belong to. Mm-hmm. And so along the way, I asked pertinent questions to people who were achieving at very high levels of success. What, what did you do? Mm-hmm. What was your journey like? And I documented a lot of that. And okay. so the quintessential journey is really um, a summation of um, what does it mean to be successful? The, the principles, the, the strategies, the mindset, um, all of the things that I continually heard from top performing um, athletes, uh, celebrities, billionaires, multimillionaires from all walks of life on, on their strategies of how they reach those levels of success. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, what I found in that whole process was that people who achieve that level of success have a very specific way they go about it. Mm-hmm. And this book really encapsul- enca- encapsulates um, what those things are. Mm. So you mentioned earlier that you manifested them. So can you give us some tips on how to manifest? Like, how did you go about it? Well, it was at the time, actually, it was unconscious. Mm. So at the time that 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 happened, I wasn't even introduced to uh, conscious creation and, and ideas like that. So I think that because... I always had a very strong sense of self and um, being a person who wanted the best, is the best, worked hard for the best, that naturally, if I felt that way about myself, that I would meet people like that. So that was that that whole process actually came before I even understood some of these universal principles. So I think that I had an innate um, realization mm-hmm. that I was a person who was supposed to be in certain circles. Mm. So I had a fundamental worthiness about myself even before I understood universal law. <laughs> yeah, and which is very important, you know, uh, once you're worthy and being like the a sense of worthiness is the fundamental part of attracting all the good things in your life. Absolutely. On a very deep level, mm-hmm. you've got to understand that that um, you are uh, worthy of an abundant life, mm-hmm. that you were born rich um, and not just materially rich, but um, you are you're a perfect expression, um, a divine soul that is perfect mm. um, on this journey. You mentioned earlier that all the successful people have um, a few things in common. So what do you think they have in common? Well, they have a strong self-belief. That's, mm-hmm. that's you know, very fundamental, a really strong self-belief, um, a knowingness that they're meant here to do something and that they're going to um, stick to um, the plan that they had and the vision that God gave them um, mm-hmm. until they saw it through. And I think that 
that distinguishes um, a lot of people you know, don't, they don't have the same characteristic because they want to do something great, mm-hmm. but they give up before that it can come to fruition, yeah, right? Um, or they don't actually have the self-belief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they actually don't have a self-belief. Um, so belief is, is super important to live in their truth, that this is what they want to do, even if it sounds crazy, mm-hmm. that, that they actually um, believe it enough to stick to it to the very end. Um, and so many people expressed um, a sense of, self, of self-belief. Mm, how, how can we, so say we have big vision and we have this big vision in life, we're like, okay, we're going to achieve this. And, you know, as human, we're like, at some point we get really, really driven and there are times that you're not as driven and your energy levels are going down and you start having doubts. You're like, oh, should I even continue this or do we just keep pushing? So when we're having those self-doubts, would you have any tips on how to remove those negative self-beliefs and self-doubts so we can just sort of continue, keep going forward to our bigger vision? Absolutely. I would say it's really important to um, those doubts are normal. Mm-hmm. That's part of the, the human brain, but you've got to surpass those doubts by doing it in spite of li- what life throws at you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, continuing to push through um, and also just knowing that all people who are successful have had failures. Mm. Failure is actually a part of success. It kind of refines mm-hmm. um, the journey. So it, it's, it's, it's a mechanism that helps you grow because through this whole journey, it's not going to be a, a linear line of mm-hmm. success. Of course. Yeah, it's, yeah, going yeah. To, it's going to be a squiggly line where <laughs> something kind of throws you off track and then you have to make a decision at every single point where, where you're thrown off track, whether you decide to move in the direction of being off track or mm-hmm. if you get back on course yeah. and you're going to have learned something in the journey that's going course, to grow you yeah. um, on every level. Yeah. So it's like, you know, say you're going through an idea and if one doesn't work and you sort of pivot it and come up with another idea, it just keep pushing forward. So one day it's just going to happen. Absolutely. You're refining throughout the process. So mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out, now you've learned something that mm-hmm. you can make an adjustment so that you can continue to move forward. What are the principles for success? There's many. I'll share a few mm-hmm. um, because, you know, we could be here all, all day talking <laughs> about the principles of success. Um, you know, I, I definitely feel like some of the important principles of success include um, living your life in the spirit of harmony. So um, what that means is operating out of a place that whatever you do, it's in the best interest of everyone, that you're not a taker, um, that if you're, if you're trying to build something that everybody in the process can benefit from it. So mm-hmm. a spirit of harmony um, so that you see the world and as um, every single person uh, is contributing to your growth and you're contributing to their growth. So mm-hmm. everybody's serving each other in some kind of way. So there's a spirit of harmony there. 
mm-hmm. where um, everyone who appears in your life is helping you, even if it doesn't appear so. Mm. Um, they may be there to help grow you uh, to get to a next level. Um, challenge is actually a good thing because if we didn't have challenge, we wouldn't learn lessons. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one thing I would say. Um, operating again with strong belief, belief, um, yeah. self belief is is going to be you know extremely um, important to the journey, and then developing uh, key skill sets. Because in order to get to your highest version of yourself, um, you can't just sit on the couch and wish for it to happen. <laughs> yeah. You've got to develop yourself. Yes, so yes. Um, a lot of the gurus who just say, oh, you could just sit there, that, that's not even mm. logical. It's, it's not accurate. Um, you've got to cultivate certain skills mm-hmm. in order to be the person at a certain level. Um, Top performers, people who have reached pinnacles of success, mm-hmm. they put in the work. Yeah, you don't get to be a Kobe Bryant. You don't get to be a Oprah Winfrey. You don't That's get right. to be um, some, you know, Warren Buffett without putting in the work. Mm-hmm. So um, I speak, and what I, you know, what I specialize in is self mastery. Mm. Self mastery. What does that mean? It means that. Um, putting in the work and mm-hmm. having the belief at the same time. You've got to have both. Yeah. You can't just sit there and manifest and wishing that things will happen when you don't have that skill set. So it's like absolutely putting the work and also have that mindset that things are going to turn out the way that you wish for, but you're also putting in the work. So it goes hands in hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they're partners for success. So putting in the work, actually, when you do it out of um, joy, mm-hmm. then it doesn't become something that's hard. It becomes something that's fun. It becomes mm-hmm. something that I encourage people to pick something and no matter how the world sees it, stick with that because if you're passionate about it, it won't seem like work. Mm. So you're putting in the work, but you're putting in the work with a level of excitement and passion and purpose and fun. And Mm -hmm. so don't pick something that you, that you stink at or (laughs) pick pick something that you, you know what I mean? Like you want to pick something that you, if you're an artist and this is what you do and you can't listen to the noise that artists don't get paid and things like that. You've got to perfect your craft, mm-hmm. learn the craft. And mm-hmm. then there's other skills you're going to need to learn about. For example, how to market that piece of artwork, exactly. how to sell that piece of work. So it's not even just about self-mastery or mastering your particular trade. It's about mastering the other things that come along with um, being able to sell that uh, to someone because obviously you can't bring in money without yes. people knowing that you even exist, mm-hmm. right? So um, you've got to believe that it will come to to be, but also put in the work and the practical skill sets to to actually make it come to fruition. Yeah, and um, can you provide me some tips on building wealth and investing since you're an expert in that field? 
Um, you know, um, I think with when it comes to, I'm actually in development of creating a really high-level course. Um, actually, it's not a course. It's going to be a year-long program to work directly with me on that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. It's going to be called um, The Opulent Alchemist. Okay. So, in yeah, an alchemist is some someone who turns like a you know chemicals into gold. Gold, yeah. And so it's going to be extremely transfer, um, tr- uh, transformative. But um, you know, I'm developing a course on that, so I'll get back with you on on the details. Yeah, we'll get you back on the it. show once you launch it. Absolutely, you launch it's it, going to be yeah. it's going to be phenomenal because I, I teach principles of universal truth about, you know, money and kind of um, explain how easy it is to get money. Money is not hard. It's Mm -hmm. really super simple to to make, but you've got to understand how energy works Mm -hmm. and you've got to understand, um, you know, the laws of the universe. And also you have to have something that generally creates value. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, um, there, there's a lot of things there I can unpack, but I, I'm really looking forward to, um, launching this program and having people who are interested, um, you know, uh, sign up for that, mm-hmm. so, but there's more, there's a lot, a lot to unpack there with money because for some reason we have this negative stig- stigma about wealth and about money and yeah. about who you have to be to be to be rich and what kind of personality and and it's usually very negative but mm-hmm. you've got to overcome all those things if you're if you're going to usher money in because money is neutral it, it's not negative or positive it's just energy um mm. and it's super simple to come into your life once once you understand that mm. So basically, what are the what are the simple tips on building just wealth? I would say if you want if you want a simple tip, is you've got to work on your money stories, mm. meaning you've got to start correcting what you believe about money. So if you grew up in a household where people said money was scarce, money doesn't grow on trees. Um, If you feel like there's scarcity, then the first tip and the most important tip is going to be correcting your money story. Mm. Uh, The story that you have internalized that is just not true Mm -hmm. about about money and wealth. And and if if you believe it's hard to come by, all of those things are... um, not factual. So um, my number one tip would be to try to start working on your money story and rewriting your story. So one good, good thing that I like to do with um, some of my clients is to have them write all the things that they feel about money on paper. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, in a, in a perfect world, write how they want to feel about money in terms of the dream story Mm. that they would love to come true. So that in essence, what you're doing is you're, you know, making a conscious uh, decision to change your money story. Yeah. So it's like you're rewriting your blueprint. Absolutely. And you mentioned earlier about living in harmony. What, say, if for people who are out of alignment, what are your tips on living in harmony? 
Well, um, living in alignment means living in a high vibration. Mm -hmm. So there are certain things that you want to do, obviously, to bring your vibration up. Um, You know, you want to do things that bring you joy. Mm -hmm. You want to focus on um, eating foods that um, help you with your vibration. Some of the foods that circulate nowadays, they're not going to be good for your frequency and your vibration. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to focus on um, exercise and, um, you know, allowing yourself to be able to move around, whether that's just walking in your neighborhood, but moving around helps Mm -hmm. um, uh, raise your vibration. There's a whole uh, slew of things I can say, but um, things that make you feel good and, um, and help you uh, feel pleasure and feel joy, even if that's playing with your cat or, mm, yeah. you know, hugging, hugging your friend. Those are simple things to raise your vibration. Um, so, you know, you've got to start focusing on more of the things that um, maybe seem, they seem so elementary, but mm. in this world of distraction, yeah. sometimes we don't even understand that. God created this world so that we will thrive. And sometimes with all these added distractions like social media and things like that, mm-hmm. instead of finding joy, we're stuck compare, comparing ourselves yeah, to someone else. That's right. Yeah. And comparison is the thief of joy, right? It is. It is. So how reevaluating your time and how much time you're spending focusing on things that actually don't build you up, don't make you feel joyful, don't make you feel alive, um, mm. don't excite you, um, make you feel jealous. Those things obviously are, you know, things that will take you out of alignment. So, I, you know, you've got to reevaluate your time mm-hmm. and where you're putting your energy. You mentioned comparison in any so true comparison is a thief of joy, but what, you know, as human being, we've been raised and programmed to compare to other people's and other people's success. So when we find ourselves in that situation, how can we instantly get ourselves out of that trap? Well, you can reframe. So reframe that. Um, If someone is excelling, instead of beating yourself up or asking yourself, why don't I have it or Mm. something like that? Be inspired by that. Be inspired. If you're going to choose to look through social media and first of all, if it doesn't serve you and if you're not at the point where you can reframe it, then I would stay away for it until you get to a point where you Mm. can start to reframe it. But once you get to a point where you can reframe it, look at social comparison as something that um, is good. So um, once you get to that place, you say, wow, I'm really inspired by such and such. They were able to do this or that. And I'd like to do that. For example, I have one book. Yeah. I constantly push myself to be around people who have um, higher levels of success than me. Mm-hmm. If I'm the biggest fish in, in my uh, pond, mm-hmm. then something's wrong. Yeah, so that's what I look at social I look at social comparison in a different way um, because I'm inspired by those who have done things that um, I would like to do in my life and I learn from them. I invest in 
um, my education. I mm-hmm. invest in myself. I put serious money into learning from masters mm-hmm. and I'm a master. Yeah. Um, but mas- masters don't stop growing. So even though I've reached a certain level of success, I can still be inspired by people who have done more than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, like this book, I can um, study their lives to see what worked for them. What mm-hmm. can I implement? How can I stretch? Mm. So I'm now used now. How can I stretch as opposed to being in a circle of people who have achieved a higher modicum of success than myself? How can right. we bring ourselves in, say, you've been hanging around a certain group of friends or group of like this a circle of um, the circle that you surround yourself with and you want to reach higher level. And what are the tips on bringing ourselves to that level? It's like, do we go to seminars or do we reach out to these people who are, you know, doing the things, but that we wish to do one day, but they've already done, they are say many steps ahead of us. So how can we reach them or what are the tips on reaching them? Well, you work with them. Um, You don't want to go into any circle where you are needing from them. It's Mm got to be mutually beneficial. So what are they getting out of it? Yeah. So one, one thing is, you know, you can volunteer. So a lot of times, um, you know, you can volunteer to be part of some some kind of uh, elite group or something like that. Or um, let's say you couldn't afford the tuition for a high level mastermind. You can say, hey, I'll work and I'll help set up things and just to be in the presence of people who think at a higher level mm-hmm. will benefit you. Like, for example, all of my programs are extreme. They're geared toward people who've already reached a high level of success. Mm -hmm. So the programs in terms of a monetary cost, they're higher, but they also serve at such a deep level of transformation. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if someone, let's say, wanted to work with me, um, you know, I work with people who already have a certain mindset. Mm-hmm. Because I can help them best when they've already reached certain levels of understanding and knowledge. Um, and if you if you want to get into a new circle, think of ways that you can enhance that person since it may not be financially, but it can be in other ways so that, again, it's you're all cooperating in a spirit of harmony, not where mm. you're asking, can you can you give me but but it's mutually beneficial. So maybe Mm. you will say, I'd love to intern for you for free. I'd love to do this for free. And then you're helping them in a way. And then by being in their presence, now you're able to benefit from the level of um, knowledge base that they have, the experience Mm -hmm. they have, and the mindset which will be totally different from your regular group of friends. Trust me, millionaires and billionaires, millionaires don't think the same way billionaires do. Mm. And thousandaires don't think the same way millionaires do. So at every level, there's somewhere to go up. So, you know, what I encourage is if you want to be great, you've got to start looking at your circles as well, your social circles. And that's why they mentioned it's like, you are the average of five people you surround yourself with. For sure. 
That's that's absolutely true. And one of the most important relationships that you need to look at is your spouse. Mm-hmm. Your spouse, um, because they're so influential that you know, I'm married, mm-hmm. um, you know, my husband and I, we bounce ideas off of each other yeah. all day long. So um, if he's not thinking big, if he's thinking small, that affects me because we make decisions as a team together yeah. and vice versa. So, you know, um, you want to be really careful about the spouse relationship, but also there are other relationships that are super important. We all have two, a set of parents. Mm-hmm. Those set of parents have been the most influential over our values and what we believe about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So part of the process of up-leveling mm-hmm. is to look at the values that you've been raised with and um, just, you know, if they have served you or not, and also forgiving your parents for the deficit uh, deficiencies you see, because yeah. they did the best with the, that they could with what they had and what they knew. Mm-hmm. So it's like, basically you have to repair in yourself as well. If yeah, you haven't sure. been raised in a home that are of high values and because they didn't know any better. Absolutely. So you bless them at the same time Mm. that you don't, you know, oftentimes, you know, people from households that didn't have money, they're Mm -hmm. actually the most successful in life. Why? Mm. Because if they're able to break through that paradigm, they they had such a drive and a commitment um, to succeed because Mm -hmm. they saw the opposite. Um, that they reached, you know, super high heights. Look at Oprah Winfrey. She didn't come from, you know, a, a family of privilege. Mm-hmm. And she was able to accomplish what she was able to accomplish because she was able to change her mindset. She was also able to um, change her heart set, which is something I talk about in my programs, mm-hmm. as well as her skill sets. So those are, you know, three important components of really reaching extraordinary levels. Yeah. So that are heart set, headset, and headset, heart, mindset, heart, heart set, set, and, and skill head, set. Skills, oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, I know your time is precious. So I like to end it with three questions. So the first question Absolutely. is, what is one truth about you that only you know? Just one truth, or can I can I say two? <laughs> or two truths, if you have it, yeah. Okay. I'll say the first truth is I've always had a very strong, intuitive, um, s- strong, intuitive self. Mm-hmm. So I've never been necessarily the girl who needs a whole bunch of friends. I've always been a person who's very introverted in, in, in a certain way. I'm my Myers-Briggs type is INFJ. So Ooh. I'm intuitive. I, I'm an introverted, I'm intuitive, I'm a feeler, and I'm a, mm. a judger, meaning that I like order. Yeah. And actually, that works perfect. It's only 1% of the population who has that yeah. personality type. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And because of that, it's allowed me to um, live in an internal world. I've always looked at the internal game. I've always had conversations with myself. I'm, I, um, even though I'm outgoing and mm-hmm. people are usually shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very, I am outgoing in certain social situations, mm-hmm. but I'm also a very in, in, in introspective kind of person. Mm-hmm. So that's actually helped me in terms of 
navigating my way through life and not necessarily needing to be part of the crowd. Because one of the limitations of being uh, part of the crowd is that all of the values and all of the things that they push on the crowd makes you at the ni- in that 97% of people who are not going to be exceptional because you are wearing the paradigms that are thrown onto you. Mm. And you're embracing them because you're not necessarily thinking introspectively about who you are and, you know, um, what's important to you. So um, you've got to kind of, so I've been able to utilize that to my benefit where um, I've never been a crowd girl. I've always, um, not to say a loner, I've always had good, good, strong, intimate friendships with high quality people. Mm. That's been the theme throughout my whole life. I have the same best friend from college. Wow. Um, she's, you know, yep. Same best friend from college. Um, all of my relationships I value them at very deep levels. Mm. So I ensure that I don't let anybody into my space, mm-hmm. into my uh, life, mm. who isn't also trying to level up. Yeah, so you're very selective. And, and isn't a yeah. high quality, a super selective. So that's mm-hmm. one truth. Mm-hmm. The second truth is I believe that I'm the best in the world at what what I do because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people who, who are in my space doing mm-hmm. teaching from um, a psychology standpoint, a universal principle standpoint, a spiritual principle standpoint, mm-hmm. um, understanding um, self-mastery at the highest level and human potential. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I believe I'm the best in the world and, I, and I, I'm going to continue. Yeah, I'm going to continue to grow and to mm-hmm. learn because learning is never over. It's never. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to be but I know growing I'm, yeah. and evolving and learning. Otherwise, what's the point of living, you know? Absolutely. You don't see people who are masters saying, okay, I'm a master now. I'm just going to stop learning. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They're still growing and they're still challenging themselves to new things. Like, for example, I'm going to go back to Oprah Winfrey. She -hmm. had a very successful show. And then what did she do? She decided to retire from the Mm -hmm. show. And she actually started her own network. Yeah. So then she started the network. Okay. Then the next challenge. So she's always up leveling. So, mm-hmm. And um, a person who is a master knows that um, there's no end to expansion. There's yes. no end to um, um, growing and developing mm-hmm. and evolving. That that's the process. So even though she's a master, as I'm a master, um, she's still growing. I'm still growing, and I'm still mm-hmm. trying to constantly um, think of ways. Um, how I how I can improve myself, yourself, yeah. how I can improve the quality of service to my clients, mm-hmm. how I can improve the qualities to everybody that I touch, everybody that I touch, I want to um, give the impression of increase. Meaning that because you talk to me, you feel better about something in your life. Because you talk to me, you feel more confident about what's in your life. Because whatever you put out comes back. So you always want to be giving out positive, high vibrational energy. You always want to be giving hope and inspiration Mm -hmm. and joy and and teaching and and serving. So, you know, that's, I'll I'll say this, this one last thing before we close, you asked Mm -hmm. me about an important um, component of wealth. Yes. Think about serving first. 
Wow. Yeah. If, if you think about serving to the highest capacity, mm-hmm. the money will come. If you're doing something that you're passionate about and that you're good at and that um, you're actually uh, providing an outcome for someone, then the money will come. But if you, if yeah. you make money first. That's it. If you're focusing on the money, just, it won't. You're probably out of alignment and it won't come because if exactly. you're, yeah. If, so if you are thinking of as in you're serving and you're, and you're yes. passionate about it and you know it's something absolutely it's something that's meaningful to you and is purposeful so then even though it might you might not be creating wealth at that moment but eventually it'll just reflect it back to you because you are absolutely. serving on a bigger level absolutely and so that's a very important important component of wealth is um, understanding that we're here to serve mm-hmm. the 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 greatest the greatest masters in the world when you talk about Buddha Muhammad uh, Prophet Muhammad Jesus mm-hmm. people like that what did they do they served mm. they served and look at the impact so impact is all, money is a byproduct of impact that's right that's yeah yeah so you know if you're looking at how can I serve bigger? How how can I do bigger? How can I help more? Um, the money comes. Mm. So it's got to be out of a really pure place. And and when I talk about heart set, mm-hmm. um, when, you know, clients who work with me, I really go deep into understanding heart set and how important that is in addition to mindset and skill set. So it's mm. like a trifecta. Yeah. Really. And how... What does it mean to live a conscious lifestyle for you? I think being conscious is, is again, living in your truth, living with uh, self-belief, living in the spirit of harmony, Mm -hmm. um, living um, your life constantly expanding and growing and um, realizing that it's all part of your unique uh, divine journey mm. um, and also living in service again yeah. service Let's is inc- service. incredibly important to the journey yeah and what impact do you want to leave on this world I want to help empower empower people to live purposeful lives mm-hmm. to live to their highest potential through self-mastery uh, being able to take quantum leaps in their mm-hmm. life. Um, and that's what I do. I provide a very luxurious experience that blends psychology and spiritual principles, mm-hmm. universal law and self-mastery mm-hmm. um, so that people can take leaps in their lives and, and move from one stage to their highest potential, to yeah. what they really feel in their heart that they were born to do. Mm-hmm. So I end that process as I talked about it's like opulent alchemist how can you be one one set of chemicals here and turn that into gold and I help people turn into gold because they're it's already in them they just have to believe it and they have to do certain things to get to that level and I help bring that out of them because as I said in the very beginning we're already divine expressions of expression and creation of God Mm -hmm. Um, but we've got to live into it and we've got to uh, level up everything in our life and I help I help clients do that at the highest levels 
That's beautiful. And thank you for being on the show, Aisha. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really grateful. Thanks for taking the time to speak with me. Um, I pray that your podcast uh, reaches everywhere in the world. Thank you. Your impact will be continue to be phenomenal, mm-hmm. um, that you continue to inspire people, um, that you continue to educate people, mm-hmm. and that you... Um, all, all the things that you're looking to, to do will come to fruition and let this be a, a catalyst and a step on your journey to your greatness. Thank you so much for your blessings. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you're leaving feeling inspired to be your best authentic self.